Hello and welcome to Storytime with Tom and Mike. I'm Tom. And that would make me Mike. Still coming in just a little bit too late. Well, not too bad. Not not too bad, yeah. Yeah, sorry about last week, folks. Uh, A little bout of COVID there. Yep. Yeah, it it unfortunately happens. I would have much rather been doing this than being sick. Well, you're feeling better now, so that's good. Mm -hmm. That's good. Have you any uh, stories of of the last couple of weeks? Well, anything interesting going on in your? I, world? Think I, I think I might just have a couple things that I notated, if oh, you will. Is that right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I was watching. I'm sorry. I'm not going to start with that one. Uh, having COVID, I will start with this one though. Having COVID, like some people uh, lose their sense of smell, sense of taste. Mm-hmm. And I did not have that problem the first time that I had it somehow or another. Well, this time, this is such a bizarre one too. I I didn't lose my sense of taste really, but I lost my sense of smell to my own body odor and farts. Like, oh my God. I that's... ripped ass in my room and I was like, I can't smell anything. And I know that there's got to be something churning down there because I haven't been eating. You know, like I, I ate relatively normal. I shouldn't say that. I didn't eat like as much, but uh, I still had some food in there. So it had to be something going on. And then I'm, I'm, I'm not proud of myself for telling you this, but <laughs> like I was taking a dump and I wiped and I went like <laughs> to see if I could, nothing, couldn't smell anything. That's still weirdly specific. So yeah, but like, and like I went, couldn't smell my armpit. Couldn't smell my deodorant when I took a shower. I couldn't smell anything like that. Like having to do with my person. It was so weird. Like I could smell other things quite fine. Like food I could smell, you know, like my cat's litter box. I could smell, you know, and everything else. And so like Jane uh, decided she was going to be funny. And she came up and she said, hey, are you able to smell normal yet? And I said, no. And she's like, well, how about this? And got right in my face and farted. I got a little of my own medicine <laughs> and I couldn't do anything but go, all right, you got me <laughs> like high five. Good job. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You kind of had that coming for a long time. Uh, oddly enough, though, I couldn't smell it either. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it was all for naught. I will tell you that I absolutely can smell everything now, though. So uh, okay. that was just a short lived thing. But that was so fucking weird. Not being able to smell like myself, knowing like that. I mean, I I smell my, you smell yourself all the time. You have like uh, a thing, like an odor. Yeah. You know, if you don't, I don't know what the fuck you're doing, but congratulations, you know, because everybody has an odor. Everyone has an odor and some people try to mask it and it really makes me sick when like, when they overdo it to the point where you oh, can yeah. smell it like a cloud beyond them after they've passed you. Yeah. There's a guy at my gym that does that. He's like, I want to put him in his 60s, 50s, something like that. Slick back hair. Real, of course. Uh, got, got like arm bands and leg bands and all kinds of bands going on. Like tats? No, like, oh. like cloth bands. But oh. not like at his joints, like they're just over his biceps. I don't know why. I don't that's know what... he's That's because he's he doesn't want to overflex, you know? He's got to keep them puppies go. in check. You know what I'm saying? There you go. He's like, you can't, you can't let all that power loose at once. But this guy, 
has this overpowering, disgusting cologne that he wears to the gym. And it's so, it's just like, dude, get on like the treadmill next to me. And like, I'm like, I think I said something about this before where I'm taking like deep breaths and I'm inhaling this cologne. And it's yeah. like, it's so offensive to me. It's like, dude, I don't want to smell that. <laughs> and I, I just, it. and I quit smoking two weeks ago. So now on top, well, a week ago, something like that. Um, now my sense of smell has returned and it's all that more compelling oh boy i get to smell your shit which reminds me of fucking tear gas (laughs) (laughs) it's funny um it is funny too being in the gym right now because you know january oh yeah everybody's oh i have my resolutions right i'm gonna work out and it's like the shit's packed for what about two weeks three weeks and then yeah and then people start falling off. Well, like I go in, I get there around, I want to say three thirty, most days, and I'm out of there by five. And around five o'clock, I would say it goes for, normally. It would go from like twenty percent capacity to thirty-five percent capacity as people are getting off work and showing up to work out. This week, I'd put it more at like fifty percent capacity by mm-hmm. five o'clock. It was like it was like a nightclub. It was just like people everywhere just chatting, waiting for their turn. That was the exact type of music that was playing. Yeah. You go in there, it's like and it's like, oh my god. Oh, it's terrible. Your impersonation that was fucking gets me every time and I'm never expecting it, even though you always do it. There was this one song we went in, we we went and uh we were in the locker room getting ready to to do our workout and it was playing and you can really hear it well in the locker room. And uh, I said to my nephew, uh, this is this song. It feels like a panic attack. And that's not what I want to be working out to. <laughs> you know, I don't want to be working out and be like, oh, my God, my heart, my heart's going to explode in my chest. You know, I did. Uh, I don't have any more personal stories right now besides the, uh, you know, the impending doom of of a possible snow shower driving everybody uh, insane. Today. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that the, the store was packed. Bro. Bro, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And when I say ridiculous, I mean like uh, people clamor to the store when they know it's going to be closed for one fucking day, like for a holiday. So I'm like, oh my god, I got to go and buy one of everything because I might need that on Christmas Day right. when I'm not even going to be home, you know, or Thanksgiving Day when I'm going to my you know nephews or my child's or my grandkids child's house or something like that it always kills me it's the same way when it snows like people come in and they're like fucking buying everything yeah and i'm like hey it's great for business for the store and it made for a really quick shift but it's it's fucking hilarious to me because like uh like the forecast now i think says like four to eight inches and that's what it was before i left for work today but at one point somebody came in and was like i just heard that they said it was going to be like 8 to 15 inches. And I'm like, first off, those aren't even fucking like numbers that they use when they get up to that height. They're like, you know, you probably get like 12 to 15. 
12 to 18, but not yeah. 8 to 15. That's just that's a that's an insanely large jump there of seven inches, which is I don't know, just doesn't seem like it's something that they do. But like people in there fear mongering, like I swear that there's plants that are like, oh, we're going to fear monger and get everybody to buy all the eggs, milk. And yeah, oddly enough, uh, well, not oddly enough. I mean, as I would have expected, a lot of people buying beer. A lot of people buying beer because, like, if you're going to be snowed in, what's one thing you're going to need? You're going to need some fucking insulation for the people that you're stuck with for a day or two. Yeah. (laughs) So you better have some beer on hand. (laughs) So there was that. I do have uh, other things that I I, got to ask you. I should have probably asked you about this beforehand. But have you seen any of the the now infamous and many Corey Feldman fucking videos of him performing. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. They are so bad. Yeah. And well, every time I look at him, I'm struck by how much he looks like if Glenn Danzig was like a character on Planet of the Apes. That's exactly what he fucking looks like. That's a really He looks weird like, a, like a fucking, uh, what the hell was the name of one of the characters from Planet of the Apes? Dr. Zayas? Doctor, think like fucking Dr. Zayas and Glenn Danzig had a kid. It will be Corey Feldman right now. I think and he's he, so obnoxious. Well, he thinks he's Michael Jackson. He's like, mm. it's like turned around and he's doing this. And then he'll just be like, could you lower the house lights in the middle of his song? Could you lower the house lights and like go over to his, his drummer or whatever and be like, no, let's start again. After he started us playing a song and shit. And I'm like... Oh my god, I would almost pay to see it just so that I could be like, wow, that was the dumbest thing I've ever paid to see. Yeah. You know, like, the worst movie I ever didn't pay to see was to die for. Now I need to step forward into another plane. Maybe if, if, if uh, I can say, if he ever comes around this area, we're going to go see him. You know, uh, oh yeah, absolutely. Actually, yeah. you know, the worst movie I ever paid to see was when we went to... Uh, it was the same weekend that we went to Knoebels with your 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 girlfriend and her friend. Yeah, and um, we went to go see that John Grisham movie, The Pelican and, Brief. No, no, The Client. The Client. Yes, I remember that. It was tremendously awful, and you had a panic attack in the middle of it and had to. Leave I don't actually remember even seeing that movie. That's. I mean, I remember going to see it, but I don't remember ever seeing it. Well, you were probably because you were in a panic state. You know? I'm surprised I wasn't just like trying to get it on in the theater. That's that's really that odd. That would have normally been your your thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah that would yeah. have ordinarily been your your. your well, when I was trying, yeah, you know. <laughs> That's uh, that's funny though. <laughs> I guess the only thing I remember about that movie is that there was this guy following this kid around. I guess the yeah. kid was supposed to be like a murder. I think he witnessed witness a murder. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the kid's like, "Come have a cigarette with me, kid. Come on." And I was like, really wanted a cigarette the whole time. And I was like, "Can we just go have a cigarette? This movie sucks." Actually, the other movie I really didn't like at all was Oliver Stone's rendition of uh, Alexander the Great. Never seen it. It was just way too long. Mm. And and understand that this is coming from an ally standpoint when I say it was way too homoerotic. 
like to the point of being obnoxious like like like, like as bad as erotic it is as bad know, as like, interview with the vampire worse <laughs> worse interview with the vampire was literally written with this homoerotic on it too, dude, which makes it so much better no i, I think know. actually i'm gonna be honest with you i actually like that movie i do too yeah i, I quite like that movie I, I i think you know what i'm gonna have to say that you need to watch that that film i may just just yeah. just to get the the full ramifications of it i mean it has its moments you know and it has a great cast but it just drags on and drags on and you don't really care after a while I mean, you <laughs> you're just, like is he like, die soon because i'm really fucking tired yeah, of watching literally this. <laughs> because the movie starts the movie starts with a scene of him dying and towards the middle to end of the movie i was getting excited because i thought oh that's the room oh no it's not that had a window in it that one didn't have a window okay all right all right Keep going. <laughs> but, you know, it's you know it's a good movie or or whatever when when you're <laughs> just praying for the demise of the main character outside right. of historical record right. <laughs> you're like god damn it i just looked he didn't fucking die until you know this year like and it's 80, we're way yeah. off yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> this guy's like in his 40s he dies when he's 80 unless they yeah. take a big jump here somewhere <laughs> Can we just arrange to have him hit by a bus? (laughs) (laughs) It was another thing uh, TV related that I wanted to bring up and actually give it props. Okay. Um, There is. I've got something too, but please. There is a uh, show that I think, I think it's on Paramount Plus and I happen to catch it on Pluto. Okay. Uh, because I still actually do watch Pluto. I still suck their dick religiously. Um, it was uh, Halo miniseries. I don't mm. know if you ever played the game Halo. I, I did and I did like a little bit. I gave and, it a chance or two. I didn't really like it. But the series is really good. Okay. Like there's this guy that is in there. He played a uh, serial killer in Law and Order Special Victims Unit and like if 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 you if any of our listeners watch that show with any regularity there was a time when olivia benson was like kidnapped and tortured by this guy the guy that was her torturer that was her kidnapper and was like a killer and everything plays master chief and it's amazing it's weird seeing him in a different role but it was really good like sci-fi and everything the only thing that really struck me and made me laugh my ass off was they were fighting like some dinosaur looking race in this one scene and you remember the show dinosaurs yes like the live action sitcom yeah. with the puppets absolutely the fucking <laughs> the fucking dinosaurs they were fighting looked like the teenage dinosaurs with like their with like their spikes on their head but they were all bent over and shit <laughs> it looked like they took extra costumes from dinosaurs and had them fighting on this on this fucking martian planet it was so goddamn funny <laughs> Oh man! I, I think, barely. <laughs> I think that would take me out of the whole enjoyment of the series and oh, and make me enjoy it and frame it in a different way. Oh yeah, but but yeah, I, I don't know if I could take it seriously. I think that, that was the last episode I watched before I decided I'm just going to go to bed now because I don't think they can top that. I just don't think they can top it. It was it was compelling and interesting. The sci-fi stuff was amazing, and then there was like fucking juvenile dinosaurs, and I I couldn't I couldn't 
couldn't do it anymore. I still started laughing. I was like, I think I'm done for right now. I haven't revisited it since, but I did watch some of it today, and recommend it. Today, I discovered that there is a Hindi version of The Office. <laughs> and it's wonderful. It's so wonderful. Because it is like, I don't know how much you watch The Office, either the British version or the American version. Uh, British, literally none of it, probably. Either, the yeah, American version, I've seen. Yeah, I've seen a ton of it. So Whether I wanted to or not. You remember the episode where Michael Scott has like it tries to over override a um uh, an hr meeting about sensitivity because he was the one who yes. got a complaint yeah it's like one of the early ones yeah and um in the in the, the the pilot episode for the hindi version is that episode shot for <laughs> shot scene for scene almost identical except all the <laughs> racial references that michael scott makes are made by a, i can't remember who the character's name is in the show but they are kind of dialed out to what an indian or or, or pakistani or or like central asian uh, uh, audience would rec would 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 connect with right right so, so you had no idea what they were I talking had no about idea. It's like well <laughs> yeah. this man is a madrasi and such and such and all this you know and i'm like okay um i get what they're trying to do but i don't get the context at all but it was kind of great i kind of enjoyed it and the neatest thing about it is that it has subtitles and it's a damn good thing because it is mixed english and hindi oh boy so they'll like say a sentence in English and then they'll say an English in, uh, a sentence or two in Hindi and your brain's trying to keep up and you're going, wait, 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 well, that wasn't English. Okay. So thankfully subtitles save that. But yeah, it's on. Uh, I, I hope they on... don't speak as fast as most people of those uh, of that particular nationality normally do. Well, they're a lot of times they have, you know, flying through sentences and I'm like, I don't think I can keep up even with subtitles. Well, I mean, I don't know if you've ever watched any Bollywood movies, but I uh, know um, I haven't actually. Uh, they're some of them are really good. No, um, I've, I've seen some. I've seen some amazing things and I've seen some amazingly bad things. Right. Well, so and like I feel like the amazingly bad ones would probably be the really good ones to watch. So I could laugh. But, you know, we speak quickly. We just when you're conversationally speaking you tend to speak a lot faster than you would if you were orating True. from yeah. acting or something didn't so, think about it that way so an actor or a presenter on television or something like that in bollywood or in this show for example is going to speak more concisely and, and clearly and slowly because they want to you know they don't want to alienate their audience so, it, I mean, but yeah, if you took those actors and just set them in a room and had them chat and you even knew a smattering of Hindi, you'd still get lost. You <laughs> smattering. Know? Yeah. And if they were speaking English, you'd probably get lost. Um, yeah, it's just well, and I, you know, I've worked a lot of call center jobs and, and like phone jobs and stuff where you get these vocal or these these like language barriers and they're it's so frustrating because you're like riding the line between not wanting to offend the person and wanting to just hang up the fucking phone because you're too stressed and you're like i don't even know how to begin helping you because i i can't understand you 
I had one woman who was a repeat caller. She was a researcher, undoubtedly brilliant woman, but impossible to understand. And everything was delivered in a high pitched scream. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it's a high pitched scream that obviously, yeah, you know, pulls that all together for me. And that was just her. her yeah, it was. It was like that. It was like that. It was like. I need my password reset. And I'm like, okay, calm the fuck down. <laughs> Have you considered decaf? <laughs> Maybe get off the Adderall. I don't know. Just yeah, relax, <laughs> relax a little. So, New Year's resolutions. I know you don't aren't big on that, but yeah. Have you, have you in recent time, I mean, aside from the water, have you changed anything? Have you, have you sort of altered any behavior to, to suit your life better or anything like that? Not, uh, not due to New Year's, no. Well, um, no, but just but, in this time frame, I guess. I mean, yeah, I, I would like to think so. <laughs> I think that I've tried to to uh, curb my oversleeping and so mm -hmm. forth habits that I've had in the past. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sure all of us on certain days um, feel that temptation to just stay oh, yeah. in bed a little bit longer. And uh, beating that back is incredibly difficult to do. Uh, even when you know you have to do it, it's still incredibly difficult to do. So I've been, I've really been working on that. Um, uh, believe me or not, uh, I, I have um, been trying, like, I realized that when I had fried food available to me all the time for the first time in ages, given my my job and the fact that uh, the stuff is always available right. and it was cheap and everything, uh, I, I pretty much uh, went in all in on that for a little while. And uh, I've really curbed that, too, because I realized that... You know, it wasn't fulfilling. It wasn't satisfying me. It makes you and, feel like crap. Yeah, and yeah. it, the 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 fleeting good feeling <laughs> of uh, of eating mozzarella sticks three days in a row, um, yeah. you know, kind of kind of died off a little bit. Same thing with like chicken nuggets. I Man, I love chicken nuggets. I know you love well, chicken nuggets. And you're getting them straight up out of the fryer. Oh, they're too. fresh. Yeah, of course, because yeah. I'm fucking making them and then get, feeding right. myself. You know, I go and pay right. for them and eat them then. Yeah. and uh and everything so yeah that that kind of stuff it didn't last very long i fell out of love with it very quickly um but uh, I... pushing myself away from it continuing to do that has been um has been a little bit of a challenge but i have been really redefining my relationship with food a lot like what i have learned is that you I was kind of going in the wrong direction. Like, like I, st I, I stopped overeating and I started undereating, and that's just as bad. But yeah, because your body goes into starvation mode. You'll yeah. never lose weight that way. Your brain and your yeah. body is so, so hooked on fat that it will strip you of muscle before you lose oh, fat. Oh yeah. Oh so yeah. So you have to really ride the line on your calories every day. And that's what I've been doing. I've been tracking them. And I'm like forcing myself to eat just a little more to meet that minimum requirement. And then um, like 
yesterday I decided to splurge and have some Chinese food. Ooh. So I tracked that and I went over my calories for the day by 300. So I'm, I am now three, I am 300 in deficit today, right? That's how much I have left. And I'm just not going to partake in any food today beyond what I already had. And I mean, it, you know, it's not about giving up food. It's just about knowing how much you're eating. You know, you can have Chinese, you can have a Big Mac, you can have whatever you want. Yeah. Just know that, know what that looks like calorically and how that impacts you. Well, that and don't fucking do it every day. Right. Don't do it every day. You know, if you can do it once a week and then maybe stretch it out to once every two weeks or something that you mm -hmm. eat garbage like that, you know, have it, well, even I'm having a cheat day. People have cheat days. I don't even believe in cheat days anymore. I believe you eat what you want. You just have to portion it. If you, you know, you can get, it's totally possible, although exceedingly difficult to buy a Big Mac and eat half of it. You know? <laughs> yeah. I know it's hard and it's never as good warmed up, but you can do it, you know? Well, Big Mac, most of that's bread anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's literally they use the little, like the kids patties on those now. It's not like you're actually getting a shitload of meat anymore. You know mm -hmm. what? You know what my, my favorite guilty thing from McDonald's is now? What's that? A triple cheeseburger. Oh, yeah? It's like three little patties together on a sandwich. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's that's like that's like my, my guilty McDonald's pleasure. I get that in like a meal and eat it. So it's not like I'm not eating the double um, quarter pounders anymore and with mm -hmm. bacon and everything else on them anymore. It's like a little simple cheeseburger. And that's... That's what gets me through, man. I I don't have any interest in eating like I don't I don't eat a lot of sweet stuff mm -hmm. or anything like that. And with working and everything, I think that being sick uh, also helped me a little bit. But uh, you probably know, not the healthiest. But yeah, no. I get you. I get you. I, I you know um, I have I, I I just haven't really been able to like order food like i've been doing this thing now where um if i want to order food rather than go through the drive-through or order through doordash which is fucking crazy expensive anyway yeah um i drive my ass to the place and i order it at the counter and i wait in there and i wait until the food is ready because you know what I have to do when I do that? I have to face a human being and be like, yes, I would like three cheeseburgers, thank you. So they can look at me and go, <laughs> all right, here you go, fat ass, enjoy. You know what I mean? Like, like if you have to face a human being when you're about to fit, commit a food crime, then you'll be less likely to overdo it. Food crime. Yeah. <laughs> like, instead of ordering six plates of nachos you might only order three yeah you know what i mean like because you have to face that human being who looks you in the eye and says you're gonna eat the whole thing aren't you <laughs> <laughs> you can't take it with you no we don't allow people to take their leftovers even though they paid for them <laughs> i hate when restaurants do that by the way 
I don't know of a restaurant that does there that. was there's places that you can go into that they're like you weren't allowed to take stuff with you like oh like the old country buffet and stuff like that I mean well, I guess I get it if you're, if you're if you're going to stockpile things but say I only took like a little bit of something I'm like ah, there's only like a little bit left can I take that they're like nope you can't take that home and I'm like I didn't go back and like grab extra I just what I have here there, you yeah. know what you can do at a Chinese buffet, though, is you can go in there and say, can I get a container to go? And you can just stuff that fucking thing. You can have as many containers as they have and just stuff them full of food and then they'll weigh it at the counter. And then and then you just pay for it. We had a song of the week. Uh or we have a song of the week. And I think this song of the week that I picked for this week, I don't normally pick songs. Normally. I don't normally pick songs that I do as a parody, but in this case, I kind of did because I found it and it's so delightful. I just need to share it with everybody. And that is Post Malone's first released song. So you have to look it up. Just type in Post Malone first released song. It's if you think right it's Shia now. LaBeouf, you found the right one. Yeah, it's Post Malone minus minus all the facial tattoos, and he looks like he looks like a mixture between like like Shia LaBeouf and Aaron from Game Grumps. Aaron, <laughs> if you know who that is, <laughs> if you know who that is, yeah. And um, it sounds like some terrible Depeche Mode backing track. And then there's this guy, like midway through the song, he's like, Why don't you love me? And the most flat, like I can't even replicate how flat his song his singing is. And and so the, the, the thing was like, if you're feeling bad about your resolutions or whatever, just realize this was Post Malone's first song. But see, the problem with that caption, like every caption on the internet, is that you can completely fool someone to thinking it's one thing when it's something else. When in fact that was done as a high school project and uh, it was intentionally bad. Like Tim and Eric <laughs> level intentionally bad. So he says. Well, I personally I don't like any of his music very much. Um, I mean, he's got a nice voice. I just don't like that style of music very much. You know, it feels too auto-tuned and, and produced. And uh, I, I like stuff with guitars in it. Or at least a good synthesizer. He knows how to play guitar, too. Does he? He's proven it several times. Yeah, he actually does. I haven't not, listened. Not, not like Lil Wayne. Okay. You know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Um, I think I was actually giving him too much credit. Yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> no, I just don't. I don't. I just don't care for that particular genre of music very much. And I, right. you know, I mean, he's immensely popular for a reason. He didn't look like he smelled like pee in this video. I always think the post Malone now looks like he smells like pee. Well, this is pre Malone. Yeah, and I don't. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Uh, <laughs> every time I, I look at him, that's what I think. Yeah. The funny thing is, I read that shit and I still laughed at it because I forgot. Because yeah. I forgot. <laughs> this was pre Malone, not post Malone. Where he's at now? When when was he just Malone? I'm gonna say right after he graduated. 
and uh, from there till when he started, because I'm, I'm sure that much like every artist, you know, he started off doing, you know, open country mics music. or something like that, country and music. all kinds of other crazy shit. He might have. It's entirely possible. Avril, Avril yeah. Levine started out as a country singer. Yeah, yeah, anything's possible. And she was a skater. Being Taylor Swift said, started off as a country singer. Did she? Yeah, yeah. And she made country albums and became really famous, and then moved over to like more pop and mainstream stuff. And now she has a. Cult. She's from Pennsylvania. She has a cult, dude. Yeah, I mean, not yeah. in the way that Jared Leto has a cult. Like, it seems yeah. a lot more benign. Or Jared it's, from Subway. Oh. Is she seems like she's on the level with like Tyra Banks. Oh, she's definitely higher than Tyra Banks. I'm saying in I'm terms I'm saying like RuPaul. In terms Oh well no, what I mean is well maybe even Beyonce. I don't know, it's hard to get on Beyonce's level. I mean I think she could if there was gonna be somebody who would be on that level, it's her. Like an astronomical level, and she's super talented. There's no denying she that. She is, she is, but it's also pop music, you know. And like pop music, the problem with pop music is it's, it has no longevity. You know, I mean, it's, it's gone. It's here and it's gone because it's interchangeable with the new pop song. I, mean, I think with her popularity, songs. though, that uh, that she like she remade her entire catalog because whoever yeah. whoever owned her stuff refused to let her release it, so mm -hmm. she released all the songs over again. And I know that m my my oldest child, for one, was super fucking excited about that and like remembered all those old songs. So the longevity, I think, for her, it feels like it's still there. I don't know. Well, time you know will tell. I guess it will. It will. I, I, I'll frankly admit that, you know, I've listened to a couple of her songs and I thought they were okay, but they just didn't like take, they didn't transport me. You even and picked you, one of them as your song of the week. I did. I did. Uh, because I wanted to give it, I wanted to step outside of my, the normal boundaries of my listening, you know? Um, but you know, we've talked a lot about Post Malone here. We haven't done yours. Yours is a very interesting selection. Yeah. Why don't you tell us a little bit about um, it? Well, I mean, I found myself listening to, um, believe it or not, on Spotify that it was like uh, hits of like 1970, 1971, 1972 and stuff like playlists. Mm -hmm. And I got sucked down the Creedence Clearwater Revival uh, hole, rabbit hole. Yeah. And uh, for my song this week, I chose Sinister Purpose. Which is, a, I've never heard this song before. I like I it I never heard it either until that, but I've played it about a million times now, and uh, it just, it, I don't it, know, it, like, it, it speaks has, to me. It has the same creepy vibe as Bad Moon Rising, but without any of the popularity. Or Run Through the Jungle, or yeah. like, they, they had a lot of stuff that like, songs that make you look over your shoulder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, for lack of a better way of putting it, where you're like, when you listen to that stuff, you're like, ooh. Well, especially when, you, especially when you imagine it in like the backwoods Ozark country that, you know, like that their genre comes from, you know what I mean? Where you're it's like, the funny thing is I think they're all from California, which, which is what really is fucking weird. But I was thinking about the bayou and shit and it, and right. it fits perfectly because they just, they just, they could, they could do it. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like you think about like these, like, isolated like woodland and like wetland areas and like 
you know, there's a bad mood on the rise. Or, or if you prefer, there's a bathroom on the right. You know, mm-hmm. if you ever want to get some misread or misinterpreted oh, misheard lyrics. lyrics yeah, are always are always uh, a fun time. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me while I kiss this guy. Yeah, I was sure. I was sure that was the lyric when I was a kid, <laughs> and I I just pictured Jimi Hendrix like doing the, you know, the World War II uh, super rapey picture of the 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 sailor who just grabbed a random woman and bent her over sideways. Yeah, and I always her. thought that was a really sweet and endearing photo until I heard the real story behind it, and then I went. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Now it's kind of in the same category of baby. It's cold outside for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's... <laughs> like, all right, look, it's a classic. I get it, but it is very rapey. <laughs> Incredibly rapey. Yeah. It's it's extremely rapey. I mean, it, it says a lot about how how institutionalized rape culture was and still is. Oh my god! Not dude. that I want to get too deeply into all of that. No, but, you know. Every fucking hour, just about at work, I would hear that fucking song. And every time, oh. the the one dude that I work with would continually sing along with it. And I was Is like, it "The dude, guy I'm thinking of." Yeah, I was like, "Dude, uh, that makes it so much worse for me." <laughs> like, like you're taking a song that already made me go, "Ooh, it's so gross!" Like the I, dude's like begging and shit, and I'm like, "I." And then he's singing, and I'm like, "Somehow you made something that was already bad worse." Thank you, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But now that season's over, we don't have to hear Christmas music again until at least Thanksgiving, right. possibly earlier. <laughs> Who knows? Because I mean, I was talking to my uh, my buddy who uh, runs a uh, like a dollar store type place, and he told me back before Christmas that I already had Easter stuff in the store. And I went, "Bro, it's not even Christmas yet." And he's like, "I know. Uh, What are you gonna do?" Yeah, (laughs) that means that the Easter candy is that old by the time you get it. It, believe me, if if we all knew the schedule that that candy was made on, I don't think it would sell as well as it does at times. No. Because like well, Hershey's, I, Hershey's is making like Christmas candy for next year now. Right. You know, dude. I don't like know a year about old. you, but most of the time, if I'll have, and this stops me from getting candy a lot of times, you'll buy like a Reese's peanut butter cup, and it tastes stale. Where it's all white. Well, it's never been that bad. I've never yeah, gotten I've, that I've gotten bad. some that were that were like that recently, and I was like, "How the fuck does this happen?" I know, I know. We live right down the road from the place, so yeah, because they're obviously sending us the fresh stuff. They're like, "Oh, this is straight going into Campbelltown. Yeah. Everybody's going to enjoy it there." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this shit goes to a warehouse. They're like, all right, we need to ship that from Santa Barbara back to Hershey again. You know, or something stupid like that. I I always get incredulous about hometown candy. Like, I can't believe it's not fresh. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I have gotten some. Not Hershey bars ever. Never had a Hershey bar that was, like, weird. Mm-hmm. But Reese's Peanut Butter Cups definitely have gotten some that were, like, had, like, white on them and stuff. And I'm like, what I the I just fuck? think they have a different shelf stability because it's, yeah. it's peanut butter and chocolate as opposed to just chocolate. 
You know, Man. like a chocolate bar is pretty shelf stable for a long time. Not only that, have you noticed? I like at different times that if you've eaten Reese's peanut butter cups, that like the peanut butter tastes oilier sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, it's yeah, yeah. really fucking oily, like mm-hmm. noticeable. And you're like, oh god, that was like I just I licked a masseuse. <laughs> What the fuck was that? <laughs> I think we found our episode title for this week. I licked the masseuse. So oily and peanut butter. Kind of oil you use in there, buddy. <laughs> peanut oil. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! I think coconut oil. I gotta say, people that love coconut oil freak me out sometimes. I like because they're the people oil. that are like, bro, if you just eat like a tablespoon of this every day and shit, and I'm like, they're always coming up with this weird. Like, I got coconut oil soap. Okay, like so coconut oil toothpaste, and I'm like, oh, all right, coconut oil is great for your skin, and it, it really, truly is, um, and it is good for you. But eating a tablespoon of it a day, you're adding fat to your diet. That's I feel just like it. Dumb. This Replace. is the same neighbor. This is the same neighbor that used to eat a tablespoon of diatomaceous earth. Oh, you know the stuff that you use in gardening, the stuff that you can use in pest control. That yes, right. it's not harmful to animals or people because it's made up of like uh, dried up bugs, exoskeletons, and dirt. But she would be like, oh, I eat like a tablespoon of diet to make sure. And I'm like, do you mix it in water first? Or like, does it is it soluble? Or is it just like eating mud? I, I don't like, I'm never no. going to, I'm never going to eat it. I'm sorry. You could tell me that it's the best thing that you could possibly eat. And I still couldn't get it past my nose. Have you ever heard of colloidal silver? Yeah. Have you ever seen the people who take, take it and become blue? I've seen... I've seen like that infamous uh, that miner guy that that did it. Like he was a miner or something like that, and yeah, he turned blue. I don't yeah. think his. I think his was because of breathing it in. No, this was a guy who was eating it or drinking it like a, a colloidal silver mixture oh, on the regular. Absolutely reasonable. Yeah, apparently, because okay, so silver has like antibacterial properties yeah. to it. Yeah. So people think, oh, these people think, oh, if I eat it. <laughs> you know, then it's, it's an psychological step stands to reason. It's like if you, oh, you know, it's like the same mentality that had people thinking they should shoot in, you know, Clorox. Bleach. Into yes, their I was body. gonna write say, well, bleach kills germs, so hmm. Hmm, let's shoot that. I can just go ahead and shoot some of that. My veins are drink a little bit of it, you know. Or you know, why don't I preemptively de-stink my shit by shooting it up my asshole? You know. Just cleanse the turds in advance. Then An asshole bleaching? Bad. What's up with that? I fuck know it's completely that. unrelated, but uh, really. Funk that. What up funk, with that? Funk that. <laughs> Stop bleaching your assholes. It's supposed to fucking be the color it is. I th- I'm beginning to think I might need to just divorce myself from all social media entirely because I, I, I keep encountering things that make me so, so angry or so disappointed or they just after an hour of floating through it, I feel worse as a person for it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, the one thing that I have noticed a lot is like 
I don't know how I get on these algorithms, but like I ended up on like a male grooming ad, uh, advice subreddit. So someone was asking you how their beard looked. And so I commented on that and I said, yeah, it looks great. You know, whatever. looks good. <laughs> Next thing you know, I'm getting suggestions for all these advice or all these fashion advice and rate my outfit. And now it's like these blatant, Oh, look at my outfit. Look how good it looks. And it's like some girl wearing like, like, you know, some very revealing thing. And it's so obviously an oblique ad for her OnlyFans. Yeah. And it's like my boyfriend always hated my boobs. What do you think? Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Nobody ever likes any of my pictures. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Exactly. This pity fucking bullshit. I hate it. I hate it, and and I I really think that like these OnlyFans influencers and and uh, creators are some of the worst leeches. They are shameless. I'm not saying all of them, right? But most of them seem to be extremely shameless and just like splatter their personal brand wherever they can and as many locations as possible. I get it. You don't want a real job. Nobody does. But, you know, have some fucking decorum. Have some class about it. You know what I mean? Like, it just you know, amazes me that with the amount. The reason. You are the reason why people think that sex work isn't classy. It's because you act like a fucking trashy person. You know? You're, you're spreading your shit around to everybody. Hey, look, look at my tits. Like, no, it's an invitation, a quiet invitation. <laughs> a quiet... That could be another great, that could be another great fucking title. Yeah. A quiet invitation to look at my tits. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I all I'm saying is there's a fine line between making your money and 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 you know doing that and and you know in sex work. And just being a uh, a self-promoting pain in the ass. I just think self-promotion is gross. I, I'm on the podcast uh, subreddit and every single day, multiple times a day, people post their, their first episode or their 10th or their 100th episode and be like, you know, check out my podcast. And it's strictly against the, the, the rules. And what pisses me off about it is like, you think I don't want to plug this show or plug milking it? Of course I do, but it's not that easy. At the end of the day, no one's going to look at it that way anyway. No one's like, ah, oh, I wonder what new podcasts I can unsolicitedly look at. Oh, it's your eye. Get ready, ladies and gentlemen, for an hour of adventure and sci-fi through. <laughs> I don't know what, uh, what spawned me towards picking that up, but I, I, I don't know either. But I enjoyed um, it. I enjoyed it too. Uh, I don't know where I was going with all that. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't. I was entertained by your eyeball. Wow. I hope everybody was. Well, our listeners weren't. So, what was that that you just picked up? Just some um, sort of. It's like a thing for like model building and like intricate uh, work and like mat a watch making and stuff like that where you can kind of so oh, armatures this. or or it can just hold your roaches and you can 
And I'd be like, hey, look at my giant eye. <laughs> well, no, 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 no! It's perfect. So you take the roach and then you twist the the the, the magnifying glass so that it lights the the roach. You can light it's it with sun. Per- you can light it with the sun. You don't. Even like, well, need I wasn't lighter. thinking of the environmental implications of that. That's good. Someone once pointed out to me that smoking uh, from a water pipe is is honoring all four of the elements. And I thought that was pretty cool. So you got the earth, you've got air, you've got water, and you've got fire. Better watch out. You don't want to have fucking Captain Planet pop out of that shit. <laughs> Did you ever see the Don Cheadle funny or die uh, Captain Planet sketch? No. Are you serious? Oh, I my don't God, think I have. dude. Yeah. It's so good. You need to look it up. So Don Cheadle is, is Captain Planet. And the kids bring him down and he's like, they're like saying like, they're doing such and such. And he goes, yeah. And he's real detached and like kind of weird. And he's like, I know what I'll do. And he starts turning people into trees. It's like, boom, 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 boom. (laughs) Pretty soon there's hundreds of trees. And he's like, they're all trees. Made them all trees. And all the kids are looking at him in horror. Like, you killed those people, Captain Planet. <laughs> it's That's really very funny. funny. Yeah, it's great. You know that energy you get when you're tired? Yeah. Where you're, like, you're just weirdly energetic for no reason? There's that. And there's also the fact that I am suddenly ravenous and want to eat an entire bag of potato chips. Well, can't do that. Yeah, can't do that. I could, but I'd regret it. Maybe. Maybe. I'm not Maybe the person not. to talk to about this. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, if I had a bag of fresh, crispy, delicious potato chips sitting downstairs, I would probably go down and at least grab myself a handful of them. You know the ones I've come to like is the Diffenbacher. Yeah, the, the Diffenbachers the, are good. Yeah, the the potato, the the uh, the kettle cooked yeah. ones. Their and barbecue they, ones are fantastic. They are all good, dude. All their flavors are excellent. I got I got three big bags of them sitting downstairs. But potato chips, flavors. you know, not really that good for you, bud. Not great for you. No, because I got to tell you, that's probably. Honestly, my biggest weakness. It's not candy. Yeah, it's not candy. It's not ice cream. It's the crunch. Any of that shit. It's It's fucking potato chips, dude. I will sit and house a bag of potato chips if left to my own devices. I've done it before. Mm -hmm. I've eaten like almost an entire family sized bag of nuts sitting with a thing of dip, like just (laughs) just eating potato (laughs) chips like mad. Yeah. In, in, Former times, yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I actually, we purposely don't have potato chips around because of that, because I, I can't help myself. Yeah. I have zero willpower for potato chips. It's good to know what your trigger foods are. Yeah. Mine. I avoid mine, them at all costs. Yeah, you kind of have to if you have that kind of a reaction. Like, I walk past the chip aisle and I'm like, oh, I could just get a little bag of chips and eat it with my lunch. And I'm like, no, because you won't eat just a little fucking bag. Yeah. You'll buy two little bags and then you'll eat both of them. <laughs> You know, I, I used to do this thing where I would order doubles 
like of lunch or whatever i'd go out for dinner right and i'd order a second helping mm -hmm. of whatever uh telling myself i'll eat that for lunch tomorrow and then i'll eat it at like 10 30 at night yeah yeah like an entire 12 inch cheesesteak or something that there I was, was intending to dole out throughout the day the next day there was a, a twin kiss uh that used to be out close to us here that made like amazing double cheeseburgers mm -hmm. and the family would go there and i'd be like i'll eat one of them while we're there and eat some fries and you know a little bit of ice cream and uh thankfully i'm lactose intolerant and that's something at times with sort of some of that stuff that it stops me from eating it but mm -hmm. i'd be like oh i'll just get another two of them and then i can have them like for lunch tomorrow and yeah i fucking get home and i like two o'clock in the morning i'm downstairs like i'm eating yeah. double cheeseburgers and ashamed of myself yeah I'm just, i can't believe i ate that i'm such a pig but then i do it again the next time so mm -hmm. i didn't learn anything yeah now, why, unfortunately, that place isn't there does anymore. Why the end of our podcast always turn into food talk? I don't. I don't know. I think because uh, we, we work still, up a hunger. We work. We up still a have a passion for food. True. It just but has I, to be handled in a different, more um, civilized healthy. manner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I say civilized. Yeah, I ate a uh, fucking container about that big, and a square about like that of buffalo chicken. Uh, um dip no 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 not dip uh it was like salad it had like noodles in it and like okay. carrots and stuff yeah like salad <laughs> as much as macaroni salad is a salad so was this right. stuff it was pretty good though i had like a little bit of it earlier in the night the rest of it when i got home but mm -hmm. uh that was probably my my fat guy story of the day <laughs> <laughs> I ate buffalo chicken salad. I had a salad, you know. <laughs> yeah, I had uh, I had a meat salad. <laughs> it's, it's just meat salad, bacon, and like ham and turkey and chicken, just in a kind of gelatin. <laughs> <laughs> like a compote. <laughs> oh, that sounds so gross. <laughs> like just put it in congealed fat. Yeah. <laughs> Why not yeah. just do lard. that? You know. Yeah. yeah. With lard back. for dipping. Yeah. Well, you know, lard used to be a uh, snack for people back yeah. after the after the Civil War, after the fucking World War II. Oh my God! After the Civil War. <laughs> like technically, I guess it was, but you know, Probably, yeah. You know, like, eat lard sandwiches. <laughs> Ugh. Like thinking about that now makes me be like, no, I don't think I could get, but I probably would have eaten it. I'd have been like, mm, like sneaking out to the fridge in the middle of the ice box and like. My brother had this. I can't remember what it was like. A some music album, and I can't remember who the artist was, but one of the tracks on the album was Crisco Kisses, <laughs> which I've always like had a very like violent mental image of you know i can like imagine why yeah disgusting greasy crisco caked lips kissing you maybe it's for the way the crisco kisses your insides so really it's your butthole that kisses it out yeah on the way out yes yeah. i'm really well, glad I mean, that if you're lips, lucky yeah. i'm really glad that we don't make that kind of noise when we shit it's bad enough when there is that <laughs> you imagine being here you get done shit and you're like i know you're done in there because i heard it kiss yeah <laughs> Like into the into the vacuum of the toilet bowl, yeah. <laughs> everything's super loud. Echoes, yeah, it <laughs> echoes a toilet kiss. 
That sounds like a new way to talk about farts. Did you just toilet kiss? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes, I do. (laughs) Somebody's guilty. Oops. Oopsie poopsie. (laughs) Oh, man. I feel like we've run aground here. Yeah, we surely have. We surely have. I was just going to say, what have we learned tonight? But I don't know that we've learned anything. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, Creed's Clearwater Revival was definitely the uh, social awareness band of the uh, 60s and 70s i mean like they all were yeah a lot of them were i mean literally yeah who wasn't singing about war how the government sucked or yeah you know how much you should love people instead of hating them i just didn't expect them to be so dark yeah um and i really enjoyed that song yes um a lot it Uh, is super good you know it's one of those it's a it's one of those two that like the more times you listen to it the more you appreciate it you know so i appreciate you bringing that give it a listen folks yeah please do like we could sit here and talk about toilet kisses frisco Frisco kisses yeah food uh all kinds of other things you know for hours and hours and hours on end but i just looked at the time and we are out of time so that's got to be a story and a conversation for another time thank you for joining us for story time with tom and mike we hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed giving it to you giving it to you like the undoubtedly difficult to shake term crisco kisses (laughs) i just got a just a flurry of bad images with that one. Oh yeah yeah it's extremely it's just, yeah yeah it's it's, it's it's why is it like so tactile and visceral it's, yes yeah. for, for it just being a fucking term for something yeah like <laughs> keep your crisco kisses to yourself my cholesterol's already high enough mm. bye